Illegal immigrants are now heading to Detroit. Yes, Detroit. As other big cities become overwhelmed. Are you shocked? I'm not either. Let's get into it. I'm sure this will work out fine, though, don't you think? Let's get into it. Here we go. Continue to follow the border crisis beyond our own border. Yeah, cities like New York and Chicago are running out of resources with the number of people that are arriving there, and migrants are now looking at other cities that could potentially help. One of them go. is Detroit, Michigan, to Detroit. where KGN9's Adam Klepp reports from outside a city shelter running out of room. This is the Freedom House in Detroit. I just spoke to the CEO, who told me usually in a year they serve about 125 refugees. Now they have over 200 clients and 70 people staying under their roof. In this neighborhood, just west of downtown Detroit, the Freedom House, a nonprofit operating in the city for over 40 years, takes on its latest challenge. As other cities become overwhelmed with the current situation, we're seeing that we're getting some of that overflow. The Freedom House's CEO, Elizabeth Orozco Vazquez, says many of the migrants who come to their door expect to be able to work right away, not understanding it's a month's or a years-long process to get authorization while their asylum claims are pending in court. It's really difficult to explain that, and it's disheartening. You can see their face fall. I'm able to speak what? with one of the migrants staying at the Freedom House. Uh, per the Freedom House's request, I'm not sharing their name or face. The man tells me he came from Venezuela four months ago, and it hasn't gone as planned. La verdad, look. What one expects when coming here is to work and make money to help the families in our country. But I haven't been able to do that. Orozco Vazquez says this is a frustrating part of her job. Local businesses call me and say, we need workers. Adding if the migrants could legally work, <laughs> they would become self-sufficient. Then she could free up much-needed space. Oh, the, the person who wants to work, businesses here in the U.S. that need employees... And they're unable to connect because the U.S. government has put restrictions in place so that they can't work. Still, migrants tell it's it's not that they have restrictions. It's that you have to have a process. And everybody's forgetting that this process is, you know, we're just uh, just just let them work. Just parole them. Let them work. You're just letting a bunch of people work that you don't know who who they are. And you've got to have a process, a better vetting process than what we've got going on right now. The end result isn't to just get, get them into the workforce. It's, it's immigration, right? It's immigration. It's, it's not, we're not dependent upon getting, we don't owe them a job. We don't owe them anything. They came into the country illegally, but all of these places like this center here, you know, they're on the side of how can we free up beds? Well, you know, you get, you got to play by the process. I mean, this situation is still better than what they left behind. Okay. I still would have come to the U.S. We come knowing the beginning will be hard by waiting and by God, our problems will be solved. His court date is set for October. In Detroit. in Detroit, Michigan, Adam Klepp, Kagan 9. Now, as far as I, as far as I'm aware of, that is the only migrant center house available in all of Detroit. Yeah, let's let's read a little article here. Refugees, asylum seekers, overwhelm Michigan shelters. Doesn't take much. They don't have a lot to go with. They don't have a lot to. They didn't originate with much. Officials fear numbers will only grow. That is the overall consensus and fear 
throughout the country in all of these self-proclaimed blue, liberal sanctuary cities. This isn't going to get any better. Really? Huh. Maybe you should maybe you should ring ring up southern border states, southern border cities and see how this has been going for I don't know, years. And the reason you're getting all these people in your community is because there's no more room at the inn down south. Not happening. So, it, this is not shocking, but this is the first I've heard of Detroit being in the mix here. Detroit shelters and groups supporting asylum seekers and refugees in Detroit, Detroit Metro Detroit say they are working overtime with little support and not enough beds as winter takes hold, a situation some worry could grow into a local crisis. Now, it, it will be a local crisis. It'll be a local crisis. State officials anticipate a 40% increase. Increase. Everybody is expecting a bunch more migrants to come into the situation before anything gets done significantly that actually stems the flow at the border. You're going to have some big waves come through, guaranteed. All these people that have had these plans in the works for years, you've got coyotes dependent upon getting paid. You've got smugglers dependent upon getting paid. They're one and the same. They're going to send their people through, whether Biden does something, whether Abbott is doing his thing, whether there's 25 states all joining in with Texas. They're just going to keep sending those people because that's how they get paid. You know, you, you, you got to human traffic as many people as you can through because that's what you're doing. And that's what the cartels are doing. I mean, it's pretty basic. So as many people as they can get through, that's the money they make. It's a simple numbers game, right? State officials anticipate a 40% increase in refugees coming to Michigan next year. Should work out fine. As many as 1,100 more people than this year. And that number doesn't include those who come to Michigan non-traditionally after seeking asylum at a U.S. border, border, border. So that's excluding those folks. State officials can't track those asylum uh, seeking asylum because they don't have a structured system to do so. Oh, I think maybe we need, we need just a little scooch of border reform. When's the last time we did any border reform? Like 1990? I was barely out of high school. Wayne State University. All right. Let's, uh, let's, I'm going to skip around here a little bit. This is a long article. There's a lot of information. This is in the Detroit News if you wanted to check it out. We knew this was an issue, but not to this depth. OSHA gone said, where do they go? Where do they sleep? They have no way of seeking or receiving help. Freedom House that we just saw, a program that supports refugees, has quadrupled its capacity. All around, it's difficult, and I'm not sure what's going to happen and what the solution is. That is what all of these communities are struggling with. And it's primarily because now all of these migrants are being sent. Not only Chicago, New York City, we've got, we've got people living in the airport in Boston, Logan. Logan Airport is, you got a whole bunch of people living in the airport, which is illegal because you got federal funds that fund a federal airport. You've got, uh, we got Denver. We got Denver just overloaded with migrants. All of these places are crying, oh, we need more federal funds. We need more money. Well, this is what you wanted though. You're self-proclaimed. You're a sanctuary city. This is what you wanted. This is what you got. And constituents, you might complain, but you voted these folks in that you knew damn well were, oh, Sanctuary City, you betcha. That's just a badge of honor. I wear that bad boy right here. It's right here. Sanctuary City. 
until the budget gets busted and then you don't have any more resources and then you're having to you're having to make budget cuts you're having to maybe increase taxes got to explain that to your constituents meanwhile uh, you know they're having programs taken away from them they're like wait a minute who's the who's the tax paying constituent here who's who's prioritized here good question it's an excellent question isn't it we've been working to secure the understanding that these people are here something needs to be done about it you've heard this from the border states for years for years and i think i think they've done a tremendous job they have kind of just knuckled down they've just bit their lip and they've taken it time and time and time again with nobody paying attention and then <laughs> greg abbott comes along yeah ship them out put them on a bus they want them they can have them here you go now, where would you like to go chicago dc denver philadelphia philadelphia that's one of the spots can you imagine getting off a bus you know kensington you're like oh good lord i'm going back to venezuela this is not good this is not what i had in mind when the united states was you know one of my life goals that this isn't it get me the f out of here can't blame him on that let's keep going here so we do not have beds for all that need them said elizabeth rosco we heard about that they they they're just they they've got a 42% increase in refugees this year 2583 refugees think about that you're only talking 2583 refugees arrived in michigan and the we've got between 8 and 10 million that have come into the country 302,000 came in in december and we're talking about call it 2600 you can see how just a small amount of humanity rocks a community that began with little resources. Yeah, it's Detroit. Everybody jokes. Reason I'm doing this podcast is because so many of you have said, ah, send them to Detroit. It should be good. It should be fine. That's where they're going. Because the other cities, believe it or not, are in worse shape as far as the help that they can get here. So there are no federal resources coming to Michigan to support most asylum seekers, said Poppy Hernandez, executive director of Global Michigan the state office that supports economic and community development and leads newcomer integration initiatives. The state is working with local partners to support a response and resources. At what point in time is there a massive federal bill that just goes to basically bail out all of these blue, liberal, Democrat-run cities that were self-proclaimed sanctuary cities? At what point in time does that happen? Yeah, that's that's going to contribute to civil war even more. Uh, yeah, no, no, you guys just got to figure that out. You wanted to do this? That's on you. Voluntarily, you took these folks on? That's on you. You know, everybody knew there was lots coming because there's lots coming across the border. You've all seen the footage. Where'd you think they were going to end up? Well, now in Detroit Rock City. Love that song. Love that song. That's a great song. Historically, when that's by KISS, by the way, if you didn't know, historically, when refugees came through the resettlement system, they're coming with a lot of resources that are coordinated beginning in their country of origins and continues in whatever state that they are settled in, Hernandez said. But with asylum seekers, it brings us another challenge because we don't know the numbers because they're not coming through the traditional systems, meaning they're not given a heads up, right? They're not using their little one app by Customs and Border Protection. 
They're just rolling into town. Oh, okay. All right. We have no way of knowing. So it's rocking all of these social care systems, right? There's literally no way for us to track them. Even though they are documented with asylum status, they aren't connected to resources. This whole thing is just, it's shenanigans. It is just, it's shenanigans on the federal level. And it is, it is not trickling. It is running downhill and it's flooding the country. The country has been flooded. Detroit's seeing a sharp escalation over the migrant crisis. One way Detroit has opened its doors more to newcomers, including migrants, to the city is through more warming and emergency shelter beds so people don't die. Detroit gets a little, I, you know, Michigan gets a little chilly. It's a little chillier than, than Seattle. Seattle, if, if it goes, if it snows here, people freak the F out. Oh my gosh, I can't drive. I can't walk. I can't get close. outside. I just got to tune into the weather station. We have snow Armageddon. You know what I mean? If it snows here, if it gets, if it gets to a freezing level here in Seattle, I mean, you're just going to see it 24 seven on the news. Local news is just going to run, you know, story after story about some kid slipping on the sidewalk and <laughs> somebody's water main bursting because it froze. Really? Okay. Well, that's kind of how this works, right? This guy compares Detroit to the beginning stages of the tent crisis in New York and Chicago. In September, New York City Mayor Eric Adams said the city was being destroyed. Remember that? Our city is being destroyed by an influx of 110,000 asylum seekers from the southern border and said that he did not see a way to fix the issue. He still does not. They are struggling. They are on huge struggle bus. But that's what you get for blabbing that you wanted to be a sanctuary city. You know, you, you were virtue signaling until you weren't. Here's what you get. And folks in these cities, this is what you voted for. So enjoy. Migrants and asylum seekers who stayed in New York City shelters for more than 60 days could be evicted because the system has been overwhelmed by those seeking help. You're going through evictions right now in the middle of a winter. It's not a good look. All right, got to go, got to go. We need to bring in the new ones. What about us? Yeah, sorry, can't help you. Too many people are coming here without the facility. And it's not clear how the city is responding, Ashigan said. It's gonna be it's just gonna be a free-for-all. It's just gonna, you know, it's do what you gotta do. But Bowser doesn't see it as an issue in Detroit. He says the city touches base daily with agencies on the migrant issue, working mostly with Freedom House Detroit, which has received the lion's share of migrants to Detroit. And we stay in daily touch with our homeless outreach agencies to manage Detroit's homeless population. You've got more affordable housing in Detroit. So I think the homeless situation there isn't nearly as bad, but you, you want to talk about, all right, we're going to send four or 5,000 illegal immigrants to Detroit. What does that look like? That does that. I mean, that, that could just go tilt in a matter of a month. You could decimate a city like Detroit because they don't have the resources. They don't have the tax base. They've been trying to do their comeback. They've been doing their comeback. You know, from this this whole decades long just crash and burn, right? Everybody jokes about Detroit, but Detroit's they're they're trying to get going, they're trying to do their thing, but you know, it can only it can only go so far. So if you dump, literally, if you dump a few thousand people, um, we do not have beds for all of them that need them. We don't do any outreach. People show up on our doorstep mainly from word of mouth. And uh, Customs and Border Protection, go there. It's the only house in town. Freedom House Detroit is the only migrant shelter in the city providing medical and some legal assistance 
It is not the same as resettlement agencies like Samaritanus, which helps resettle refugees through federal allocations. So this is this is literally the only place that these folks have to go in Detroit because they don't have the programs, they don't have the financial backbone that a big city like you know New York City has. They they do not have the resources. And when I saw this headline, I mean, I'm like, oh, we got to read about that. So it sounds like they're they're what I would say right now is that Detroit is they are full to the brim but they are not overloaded. But as all of these blue liberal self-proclaimed sanctuary cities are all aware of, there's more coming. And that means more shenanigans because there's going to be a tilt point, right? Just like Chicago, just like DC, just like Denver, just like New York City. They're all going tilt because they don't have the capacity because they're not meant to. This is not meant to happen in the millions. And that's why the, you know, we've got to get some, we've got to get something going. But, uh, you know, with this showdown, we've literally got the showdown between federal government, custom border protection, and the state of Texas. We've got Texas National Guard, we've got Texas Military Department, we've got Texas Public Safety, we've got Texas State Guard. I mean, you name it, we've got it. And it's in play down in the border. Because that's where all this emanates from, obviously. But um, is is Abbott going to send some buses? Is Abbott going to send some buses to Detroit? Well, I don't know that anybody's asking to go to Detroit. I think they just kind of end up there, right? Where do you want to go? Detroit is never an answer that I've heard of. And I've watched probably as many immigration videos in the last 30 days as anybody out there has. I might have made one or two myself. Yeah. Because it's such an important topic right now. It's such a topic that is not only impacting the southern states, it's impacting all of these other self-proclaimed sanctuary cities. People always ask me, when's Seattle going to get some? Seattle's got its fair share of migrants, but they're not being put on buses because you're just too far away. And we also don't have the established community for a lot of these folks. So you don't ever hear of anybody saying, ah, yeah, we're just, we're just going to go to Seattle. You might hear that. If somebody has like a family member or two, but they're just like, we've got a massive Afghani community here down South and also up North. It's, it's huge. It's enormous. We've got thousands and thousands of people from Afghanistan that have come here since the whole Taliban thing. And since well before the Taliban thing. Um, and so, you know, we've got that, you know, group of people here, but we don't have people necessarily being bust here because that's not where they want to go. Plus a damn far bus ride it's you know you'd be better off taking a bus from uh from uh like san diego but a lot of the folks from san diego it's my understanding they're going to like denver you know people from tucson or in uh, arizona from lukeville are going to denver as well denver is a welcoming city michigan you know and detroit we'll have to see but I, i'm sure this will work out fine right i'm sure it'll be just yeah no issues no problem it's fine. If you're enjoying this content, love to have you subscribe, hit that notification bell, all that good stuff. And I'll see you on the next one. Bye for now.